What the hell is so funny? I didn't even start talking. What's wrong with my face? What? Oh my god. <laughs> what show is this? What show is this? Go, go, go. Hello everyone and <laughs> welcome to She Podcasts. I am your co-host Jessica Kupferman. She thinks this is hilarious. That I'm introducing myself at the top of every show. Is that why you're laughing? Because I started. No, it's just that your face was funny right before. Like you were so. It felt like you were so over it already, and we're just. I'm tired, starting. dude. It's true. I know. Uh, I'm Jessica it's- Kupferman, the person <laughs> laughing at me as usual, Elsie Escobar, and our smartly quiet producer today, John Jamingo. Right, smartly quiet. Hello. We love smartly quiet. Somebody's well, asking right. for you to try yelling. What do you think about that? Me. Jeff? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jess. Give it a yell. Oh, no, what don't do yell? that. It's going to be scary. Wait a minute. Do I have to be angry and yelling, or can I just yell, hallelujah? That Uh-oh. works. It doesn't really do anything. Yes, Lord! <laughs> you know, nothing for nothing, but what other mics do you have over there for the next... Me, oh. Me and uh, you are going to have a session. I think I have a Rode. I have the... This is the Heil? Yes. I have a Rode... Uh, Rodecaster... You know the thing. The right, one you have the, the roadcaster. No, it's not. A, it's a ro- the pod mic. She has yeah, a pod. I mic. have a pod mic. Yeah. Should I use that instead? You also have a Shure SM58. You have my Shure SM58 over there somewhere. I could try and use one of those. No, let's not do anything right now. Yeah, I'm saying right obviously now. not right now, but I'll you and I for next time. Okay, we'll, we'll need a session where we can get in here and try it. Okay, to try to improve this. It doesn't. If you're listening to this as a podcast, you don't even know what we're talking about because Jess sounds wonderful. Uh, that's because of John's amazing talent. <laughs> Mediocre talents. It's amazing. When we try to do this live and streaming, you need a little bit more punch in your voice. Hmm. Punch. Punch. Oh, gosh. But not with the popping piece. Mind you guys. So for those of you who are maybe just listening to our show for the very first time, we usually or we have been streaming live as of quarantine times, right? I would say that's when we started, like being yeah, very, there. Yep, 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 yep. very focused on this. So we are uh, recording this show live inside of our private community, which is the She Podcast Super Squad, and that you get a little bit of the behind the scenes. But we usually start it right on much. the hour recording. But as of now, we are 20 minutes in and we are still just talking tech, not because we want to share with you guys about the tech, but no. because we've found things that are annoying that tech brings to the table there's an issue oh my gosh what is that are you putting a ring light on i put a tiny little mini light oh my god how just funny just to see if it would do anything but all you can do is just see it in my glasses yes we can just see a ring in your glasses and that just makes cool. you a better target <laughs> <laughs> never mind i guess i don't need it i was just curious sorry i was fiddling while she was talking sorry Right. No, no, but but I think, you know, there's a lot of people who keep asking us, like, what are the things that you need to, to do a podcast? Like, wh- what do you exactly need to be able to have whatever, all the things? When it comes to podcasting, you really just need a microphone. Most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. You just need a microphone. You need a, ni- a, a nice microphone or a USB microphone, like the Samsung Q2U that I adore or the ATR2100 that I don't really like as much anymore. But um, it's, you know, less than $100. You can stick it into your computer as a USB. If you want to upgrade later, you can have an XLR. But then once you start to up-level in almost any way, meaning 
you want to do what we're doing now, which is streaming. Streaming requires a totally, not completely other thing, but there's other things that matter. Like I have just purchased a light, which I spoke about a couple of episodes ago. And it's great because if you guys can see me in the Super Squad right now, I look dark. I look sometimes green because the window is green and it's not very attractive on my face. It just looks dark. Um, And the light makes me look very nice. But Very nice. What's the problem, Jessica? Can you share with us what we found out with me using the light when we're recording live? For some reason, when she turns on the ring light, I can hear the electric current in my headphones, in my ears. And it's like constant digging into my brain like nails on a chalkboard. It feels like a little tinkle. Like someone crinkling cellophane, didn't you say that's what it was? Yes, but more tinny, but yes. Okay. And it's like unrelenting, right? It's like a constant. It doesn't matter if I'm speaking or not. It's just. No, and it goes. And I don't hear it. And I don't hear no it. No one hears it but me, which is right. weird. Why I have to be the only one, the only special one to hear it. But yeah, I'm the only one that hears it and it drives me insane and it hurts. It hurts my ears. So Yeah. So, and so we, the other thing we found out though, when I recorded with my light last week is that that frequency was in the recording. And so I showed a little bit of a picture of what that recording was like when I shared my screen with the Super Squad yesterday, I mean, last week. And they saw that there was a little something at the bottom of there, right? So there was like a little line that was like extra thick. And we were thinking that it, and then John actually is the one that brought it up, that maybe it's the light. And I thought it was because it was touching it. But I guess that frequency is somehow not is being conducted in my setup here, and it's just embedding itself into my recording, which is not something I even foresaw, nor have I had anybody talk about this. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever – I've never heard anybody talk about that before. Yeah, I've never had anything like that, but certainly it's uncomfortable. And why can't they hear it? <laughs> it's a better question. I, I wonder, Elsie, if you'd be able to hear it if you wore the pink headphones like I am. Because you're not wearing the same oh, headphones. Right. I'm not wearing the pink headphones. No. I don't know. I can try it next Let's time. Let's try it next time. And see if I have those. The mystery continues. The mystery continues. And it's a little bit annoying because like we said before, those of you guys who are listening to the show are, this has zero relevance <laughs> in the way that you are enjoying us speaking so to each other. move along then. Yeah. And it would really only matter aesthetically to the people possibly watching that were wondering why Elsie is so dark. But even then, I guess we could really push through it and it doesn't, I mean. But from a teaching moment, so one thing that, and this, I got this from my elevator career, is when you're troubleshooting something, do one thing at a time. Don't do like five things. Like say you heard a hum in your, and then you try five different things and you don't hear it anymore. You don't know which one fixed it. So do like one thing at a time. Unplug one thing. Move the power cords, which is the the 110 current if you're in the United States or I don't know what it is if you're in it, uh, outside of the country. Move that away from the mixer. Try to get those cords where they don't cross or be rolled up with the other cords because what it can do is the same thing and it can induce a current which is basically going to put a hum in your recording. So just try moving things one at a time and that way you can troubleshoot. It'll be helpful. So we have Bonnie in the chat, and Bonnie is like the masterful streamer lady. She streams all the time. 
And she's saying that streaming honestly doesn't usually add any more things or issues. Good natural light is always enough, and you only need a cell phone or iPad, tablet, or computer. It's Elsie's location slash situation. I've never encountered what Elsie is enduring in over five years of streaming. Don't be afraid to stream. So I don't think that I'm afraid to stream. To stream. (laughs) Or scream. (laughs) Or scream. We're trying just not to drive... Jessica crazy with the, the sound in her ears for right. whatever time. And also, I but I do think that it does bring another another layer to the situation because you do have to be depending upon what you're using to stream, it does and can have a lot more system resources on your computer. So when it comes to streaming basic stuff like we are right now, meaning just our faces and you kind of just see us doing this is one thing. But if you start to add screen capturing or any kind of added animation to it where you start to show little things that come up and then you have like lower thirds and then you have all of these different camera angles and you're like streaming all that stuff it does start to bring more it becomes more trying for your computer to be able to process all of these different things and as I've been doing some research in terms of streaming, my computer's power, even though it's a really lovely computer for the most of the things that I do, it's not optimized for streaming. Jessica's computer can, because you have a MacBook Pro, correct? Yes, Jess? I do. Yes. Yes. So even the MacBook Air is just not optimized for that. It can do it, but there's going to come a point when it's going to show the the system resources. So when it comes to streaming, you actually don't have the option of doing something like a Chromebook or something that is very low powered to do streaming stuff when it comes to the computer and adding extra stuff. If it's just going to be your face, not a problem. Samantha has a Chromebook and she just has a, um, a SM, no, no. The Q2U microphone, and right. she doesn't have a problem with it. It comes in clear, and she hasn't. There's no whining up, or the computer uh, fan isn't going, or anything like that. So, but I, I would imagine if you try to put anything more into that, right, would be a problem. I think it's that's what it is. It's when people get fancy when they want to do all the all the things, you know, so that it looks nice. All the animation and adding like another picture, and people add that later, though they should if they don't. Not when they're doing like. A live streaming show, right? Because that's what they want to do. They want to be able to refer to the things that are coming up. And like even what we're doing with Bonnie when we were showing her her comments. Yeah. When they yeah, come yeah. up. With StreamYard, they have an overlay like this. Yeah. And it just shows comes up like this. And you can take that down. And you can make these, you know, either in yeah, I guess it's Photoshop or there's a lot. I guess you could even make it on Illustrator. Canva. Illustrator, yeah. those kind of places. Like we even have your logo here. See? So that could be on oh, here. Look. Logo, but I what it's it's square. I needed the round one to put it in here, so that's why we right. use it. But again, all the things, all the things, exactly. Well, that must have put people to sleep, though. I'm sleeping. I'm. Yeah, I know you are sleeping. So, what would you? So, Jessica, can you fill us in on the news that we decided at the end of last week, which I had to take out some stuff from our last episode. <laughs> Just so that we what? wouldn't I'm sorry. speak about so many things. Because we canceled the show. John, John's face was like, remember? we? So, okay. So, She Podcast Live has been postponed to 2021. Oh. And in the show, we talked a lot like, about, yeah. about buying your tickets and sending Speaking. us stuff. So, I cut all that stuff out of the oh, well, episode. You could have told me. I would have cut it out. It was too late, dude. It was, it was really Friday. Late. I was in it the was middle Saturday. of trying to put it out. I'm like, 
okay. doing show notes and time. Like it would have taken a lot longer. So sure, but you know, I'm always here for you. Aww. Yes, totally. And I didn't realize that until I was listening to the show, and I'm like, we can't put this out. Yeah. <laughs> We record on Mondays, and by Friday, we had decided that we were going to pursue cancellation of this year's event because, I mean, I think if it had been in Delaware, I could move it to Delaware and everybody would be fine because, I mean, here in my city, everything is cool. But in Arizona, it's not cool at all. It's like their cases are... They're adding like 1,500 cases a day. Meanwhile, Delaware has like less than 100 hospital visits now, less than, people, less than 100 people in the hospital. Our numbers are getting lower and lower and lower. Arizona's numbers are getting higher and higher and higher. And it's because they opened their country. They opened their state at like May 15th. And we're just now doing it now. So, um, but they've been open for a month almost. So it makes sense. Yeah, so we decided on Friday that we weren't going to try and sell tickets or speaker, you know, speaking opportunities in a city where things were falling to shit. Because even if they stopped falling to shit in the next month, I've now lost a month where I could be marketing and promoting. So we decided to postpone. So it's now postponed. I have to re-sign or I have to put down a deposit on 2021 and have to re-sign a whole different contract for 2021. And then our contract for 2020 no longer exists. So in its place, we will not be doing like a She Podcast Live virtual version or anything like that because I don't want to, but we will. (laughs) I just don't want to. But um, Elsie and I are discussing what virtual thing we can do but we may do something virtual that's shorter than like a three-day thing and focused on a specific why are you looking like that Elsie? you look like you're confused do you not remember no it's just my i'm just you're tired this is my face oh it looks concerned okay so we may do something that's to a specific topic like a short half day specific topic thing we may start doing them monthly as part of our membership um, that we're developing. So we have a couple different options and lots of people that have offered to help us with whatever virtual event we want to put on if we want to put one on. And then we are just kind of like looking forward to 2021 and making sure that it's not a shit show. What can we do? Nothing. We have no control over the situation whatsoever. We're just going to pray that it's not a shit show next year and hope for the best. But at least this time, though, you would be able to know something by, I would assume, like early How? 2021, right? How? How would I know? I wouldn't know any more in January than I know right now about October 2021. The only thing I would know, I mean, you know, if it surges and never goes away and we just, it really does become the new normal, we just have to deal with everyone being contagious all the time, then yeah, I'll know something. But if it goes away fully and comes back in the fall, this fall, and yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Really, nothing can indicate what's going to, like, I can't predict what's going to happen at all except this. We need other sources of revenue. That's what mm-hmm. I can predict. That's what I'm predicting. That's right. We need other sources of revenue, other ways of engaging that don't include being in person. And that's what we're going to be working on for the next of 2020. The rest of it. Yeah, no one's Correct. ever gone through this before. Lena says, why not take the opportunity of letting us podcasters abroad to contribute? Oh, I am going to take that opportunity. Make no mistake. 
Right. I will be taking that opportunity. It's just a matter of, but in what format? What do we want to do? That's the question there that I have, Jess, because I, I feel like the same way you do in terms of creating sort of like the same thing online because that's not cool. But I wouldn't mind doing growth and monetization. I wouldn't mind doing diversity and community. I wouldn't mind doing a get started you know, like there's lots of ways you can section it out where you don't have to learn all the things in over three days the way that we were doing it. Another thing to do would be like if you could have separate rooms where people could, I mean, you could do like a five track thing. Oh God, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. You do like a five room, five track thing and then people can pop in and out whenever they want. The idea of that makes me want to kill myself, but it is possible. Uh, also, I am I mean, as much as that sounds like great for maybe possibly the consumer, I can tell you that the level, and and again, because people don't really think about it, the level of bandwidth that you have for everybody is an issue. Like it's just, it's not a, it's not a thing. Yeah. There's separate rooms you can do in Zoom and we can have themed rooms in Zoom and work it out where we have like an online conference that people can pop in and out of. And I wouldn't mind doing like a virtual swag bag where I send everyone, you know, swag to wear. Like there's lots of fun stuff we can do, but without having to, I don't know, exhaust ourselves, exhaust our staff. We just have to figure out what kind of bandwidth we have and what we really want to do. I don't know. What, I haven't even talked to Alice about what she wants to do as far as virtual. I mean, right. there was one time in the last six years where we attempted to do a monthly webinar and it was constant technical admin because yep. you market, 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 and then the thing goes live. Then you, you know, you remind, 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 and then you um, replay, 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 replay. And then the very next week, you're back to market, 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 market. So every week is like you're constantly writing the digital like. Are you going to sign up now that you're signed up? Here it is. Here it was. Are you signing up? It's like constant. So I don't know. Well, I think what I find I the, the biggest time suck in addition to what I've seen, particularly from virtual events, is that regardless of where you start, something's going to be a problem. So do you remember how many times we, we tried to go live, Jess? And it was like, hold on, guys. We're starting. We'll be there soon. Jessica, I can't hear you. That microphone like goes off. Then you can't, then I drop off. Then she came back on. And then we had to, and then so whenever those problems are uh, like happened, then afterwards, Jessica had to re-edit the video to make sure that it aligned with the things that we were saying and how it was like. Sometimes I had to redo my part. Exactly. So by the time all of that stuff was redone. We were in a place of why did we even do this because it's not giving us anything back. Like it was too tiring. There are virtual events that you can do that aren't live. You re- you pre-record it, then you have it go live. You're not presenting, but you're in the chat answering questions. That's right. The That's probably more of a better idea for us, certainly. I personally think that that would be better. And also... The Latin, like thinking about that, the Latin podcast awards, I didn't realize that this could actually be a thing because I've never really watched the whole thing. I just, Lipson is going to be sponsoring the Latin podcast awards. And so I kind of went out of, I went to see how it was being done. And it's a ceremony that is pre-recorded, highly produced. Like they actually hire a dude to do the whole thing, to come in and be the host. And then he talks about every one of the 
podcasts and the, and like from what country and then they get the award and then the whoever wins knows ahead of time and so they send in their audio and it's already pre-done but there's a live chat happening at the same time at the bottom so nobody else knows only the winner but the right. experience of the person watching the show is still exciting and fun because you get to see all of these different things and I I really enjoy I was like this is kind of cool yeah but there we have a big problem with that kind of thing neither of us or television producers. Well, no, I know. I'm not saying we have to do it. I'm saying this is an example of a pre-recorded event that runs a live chat that has to do with what's happening. In yeah, the yeah, event. yeah. But That's I don't know. Saying. Yeah, we can't. I don't think we can do that. But we can do something similar where it's pre-recorded and we're just there to engage. I mean, this I show, know. this podcast right here, the problems we've had. All of a sudden, Jess is gone, and then all of a sudden, Elsie's gone. Like your internet just shut down, yeah. and for no reason, none, no reason at all. Elsie really, even where she is now, we've overcome her internet problem. I mean, she's even doing video now, right? Miraculously, we've been able to do all. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what kind of witchery you've got going on though to make it possible now than it wasn't before. Well, I'm in a different place. I'm, you know, a different house. She moved a hundred yards to the left. Remember. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. I forgot. You're right. So. All right. She stuck her elbows out and then it was fine. <laughs> I know. She's 15 <laughs> feet higher so on, on the mountain. So anyway, yeah. there's lots of possibilities and we just want to honestly, usually what Elsie and I do is think about what we could do that would be fun. Right. We start with what's fun. What would be fun? And like we saw an idea. I don't even know if I should say it. But we, we, I saw an example of another group that's doing like summer camp, but mm -hmm. it's not just learning about podcasting, but it's also like teach me how to paint and draw and like do copper enamel and archery. Like it's like how to do some fun stuff online too, in addition to the thing that we normally support people on. So it's actually more like a summer camp, like a camp, but online. Yeah. So. I don't know. I really like that idea. It was so fun. And I started Sounds to think, fun. how would it be? What if we had like random dance breaks <laughs> where people would come in and everybody would be dancing and then you can go about your business and it's time to go podcast. Like I just thought it you would can be. still start with meditation and aerobics. Bring your own goat. <laughs> everybody take out your mic. We're all going to work on mic technique together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's lots of stuff we could do, but we usually start with what's fun. What's fun. Right. Uh, Stephanie says, what about a, po a fundraiser to land a spot to be on the podcast with you guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we are so like, oh, my God. Nobody's going to be on the show with us. And here's why. Because we get pitched at least three times a week by people who don't know that we don't do interviews. Right. And God forbid the word gets out that we are having other people on our show, we will get a never ending supply of what about me for next time? Mm -hmm. And we don't, I mean, no, 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 no opportunity to be on our show. It's not, believe me, it's not that it's not fancy that. <laughs> of a deal anyway. Like our podcast is probably our least thing. The least thing we do that that's paid attention to. Yeah, totally. You don't want to be on our, you don't want this <laughs> jam. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but like, yeah, literally anywhere else you would have much more uh, exposure than this podcast. I think my technique would actually be quite the the. I'm not um, attending. The no, attending. See, the people that need it the most would never attend. You're correct. You yeah. are totally on point Absolutely. there. You may as well just do how to be funny. 
Because no one thinks they're not funny. I'm telling you. I don't think People that think I they're would hilarious attend that session because I wouldn't want to be, be funny. funny. Yeah. Well, you're funny. You just don't do it on purpose. That's Correct. Thing, yeah. And that is fine with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a cool idea, Stephanie. And it's not to say that we don't adore you and think that we would get along famously with many of you who would pitch to do that fundraiser. But right. no, we're going to have to sell off something else, anything else but that because we can't do it. The only time we ever have someone else on is if one of us can't be there. That's right. And even then, we all just put the Q&A on. <laughs> right. And, you know, since quarantine happened, that's never a problem because <laughs> nobody's sick. No one's going anywhere. I know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The worst that could happen is one of us didn't sleep the night before, and then we just reschedule it for a different time. But Right. And breaking news, we don't have to worry about the schmoo breaking in today because he's back at camp. I know. Oh, it's like the first time since February that you've not had a schmoo interruption. We'll interrupt this broadcast to bring you the schmoo. Oh. Isaac, get the fuck out of here. I was going to say, there's the reenactment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When she sends a recording over, I get to hear it all. It's hysterical. Uh, yep. All right. So we have the intro to the podcast academy, guys. So should we? Hey, this is so exciting. So um, what is this? John, can we do the um, can we do the news? So here we go. The news you can use for the informed podcaster, podcasting news. So when this show comes out, people, once this is out, this webinar that we're going to talk about right now has already happened because as of this week, the Podcast Academy is beginning their webinars because everybody is doing some kind of online something or other. Another reason we don't want to do it, but go ahead. Yeah. So everybody does these things. And then this one is the very first one. It happened on June 18th and they did it two separate times. One of the times was like 9 a.m. Pacific Standard and the other one was 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time just so that we can get as many people as possible. And the chairperson, J Rob Greenlee, and um, I forgot the lady's name. I should probably read. Executive Director Michelle Cobb. All right. So Executive R R Director Michelle Cobb, is they're going to co-host and it's essentially like a Q&A. And the whole premise around it, mind you, this is past, is it past or future? I can't remember. Past or future, Elsie, talking about something that hasn't happened. It's past when you listen to it, but currently while we're speaking about it, it's future. It's three days from the moment we're talking, but by the time y'all hear it, it will be like one day past. Right. So when you sign up, when you si signed if you, if you or when signed you up. did, <laughs> signed up, you were, have been given the option to email a question to the podcast academy. And so this is meant to answer any questions that you possibly could have about any part of the podcast academy. One of them uh, being that the podcast academy actually opens up June 22nd. So you can buy, is that how you say it? Buy membership? You can become a Fly? member? Uh, how do you uh, say it? Register? Register. I don't know. Yeah, because I think it's 50 bucks. Like it's, I think it's fifty dollars to join the academy. Register, I guess. What yeah. does the academy do? Could that be well, one of the questions? Well, this is why they're having the webinar. So maybe, <laughs> so in other words, we don't know. Anybody who has asked the question or is asking possibly now, what does the podcast academy do? Refer to the link in the show notes because we will have a link to the Q and A that they are having or had. 
so that you can find out. Yeah, there's a replay that will be on their website. So we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. So you guys can go figure all that stuff out, whether or not you want to be part of the Podcast Academy or not, what it does, what it plans to do. There are some things that I have known that they want to do is that they are going to be doing educational webinars and they're going to be having people talking about podcasting things. Maybe they'll do one on my technique for everybody to attend. <laughs> Maybe they'll do one on ring light current. <laughs> that's right. So we can learn something from them. Okay. So yeah, so that's happening. So please re- refer to the link in the show notes because I have a feeling that we'll, we'll see how that goes along. They're really working hard to make this a good thing. Uh, another little bit of news that we have going on right now is that Spotify also has their the Sound Up boot camp that they have started. I think that this is the third year. I may be wrong about the what year this is that this is happening. But this is the very first time that the Sound Up boot camp from Spotify is going to be again. Guess what, Jess? It's virtual. <laughs> and... It's going to be worldwide. So they're uh, doing their best to include as many uh, producers worldwide as possible. But um, can I read, maybe you want to read a couple of, maybe the first or a little bit of of the sentences here on the Sound Up Boot Camp thing, just so that people know who it's for. Do you identify as a woman of color and have a great idea? Women of color have been breaking ground in podcasting well ahead of the latest boom, but there's plenty more to be done. To move towards equity for women of color in podcasting, Spotify US is launching the latest edition of SoundUp, a training program for aspiring podcasters with a great idea. How was that? That was pretty good there. But who's eligible is anyone who self-identifies as women of color, passionate about podcasting, and have a great idea. No prior experience is required. They're looking for the best ideas. And attendees are required to participate in all four weeks of the virtual programming, as well as submit a final portfolio. Participants must also make themselves available to attend the week-long training classes in 2021. Now, there's no cost to whoever gets into these things. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they have two years going on here the 2020 they have four weeks 2020 is virtual and 2021 is a week-long thing which includes travel hotel breakfast and lunch look at that so that's going to be travel to location tba i think applications close next week so if you want to get on that get on it get on it get on it and we'll have the link in our show notes for that as well yeah so it's june 25th is when um, when everything closes up. So as soon as you hear this, if this calls to you, please, please go. Um, they also, I think, are addressing something that might have come up in the past cohorts. Um, it says, who owns my idea? And they respond, all work submitted to or worked on remains the sole property of you, the applicant, this means that either by submitting this application, being accepted, or receiving the final production grants, your ideas and your podcast are yours. That's rare for those contests. Usually, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I was going to apply for something on Audible. And I remember holding back because like once you pay, actually, it's either once you pay the application fee, it's theirs, or if they decide to pay you for the idea... 
You get a thousand bucks and then they get your show, your idea, your show. You don't even have to be on it. So I was like, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I've not done anything with that idea, but at least nobody's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that is correct. Nobody's right? doing it. I guess so. Anyway. But um, so one thing that's really interesting to me, though, is that so, yes, eventually like 10. So 20 people are going to be accepted. 10 candidates are going to be selected to go into the in-person classroom experience in 2021 that they're having. But check this out. All 20 candidates for the virtual program will be provided with a recorder, computer, headphones, and internet access. How about that? That's what I call thinking into what I love, which is the whole access aspect of things. Do not think that everybody has all the things and can attend and consume education from virtual places without understanding what's going on around them. Because again, this is through the United States. Applicants are also required to apply as individuals rather than as shows slash groups and are required to be residents of the U.S. So even though I said worldwide, sorry about that, guys. I'm going to correct myself here because I think that this program is also, I got it confused with another article that was a press release from Spotify that they are expanding into more parts of the world. So this program is going to be country centric for a lot of different places. And they're expanding into the UK and Ireland, Germany, Australia, Sweden, and Brazil. So there you have it. I gave you a shout out to you, Lena, for you so that you can do your thing (laughs) with the Sweden. There you go. And there you have it. Sound up. (laughs) Sweden, Sweden. (laughs) 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 All right. So that was that in terms of those news. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, do we have a sponsor for the show, Jess? We do have a sponsor. We are still being sponsored by Memberful. Uh, memberful is M-E-M-B-E-R-F-U-L dot com slash podcast so that you can see how and why memberful is the easiest way to sell memberships to your audience. And they are used by the biggest creators on the web. You can now use memberful to build sustainable recurring revenue by selling access to a members only podcast. It works with your existing podcast hosting so you don't need to change your workflow Super easy for listeners to subscribe in any podcast player, and it includes everything you need to run a great membership program like custom branding, gift subscriptions, Apple Pay, free trials, and tons more. So please check out Memberful with one L, M-E-M-B-E-R-F-U-L dot com slash podcasts. You know, it would be amazing, you guys, all of you who are listening, all of you who are listening and you heard the ad for memberful give them a shout out on social and say oh my gosh i just heard about you from she podcast and i can't wait to check you guys out and tag us so that we can you know see that would be amazing and it would make them feel so good for investing in she podcast this is how we make things go around here making sure they invest in women people (laughs) we prove it to them right all right all right so Oh, my gosh. So this is another little bit of news here. Um, Jess, I am heading over to what Apple has done with a couple of podcast apps. And it was a little bit disconcerting to me because I, I it's yeah, it's, it's very, a little bit, very, very, it's a little bit freedom of speechy. It's a, 
It, or, it? or it's a little China-ish. It's a little China. Okay. Like, I think that that's a way to kind of describe it. China-ish? Because no. Chi- no, it's just China. So it seems that China told Apple to essentially pull a couple of apps from their app store, and they were podcasting apps. It was Pocket Casts, and it was Castro. It's like, I guess, China pressured Apple to take these down. And mm-hmm. they did. In China or worldwide? Yep. In China. What in China. Do? Okay. In, in China. China only. Yeah. The thing is, though, neither. And again, <laughs> this is what's so frustrating sometimes. And I don't know if it's Apple specific or maybe it's because of the situation. But it says that neither one of the app owners, so neither Pocket Cast or Castro, were really given any specifics on why, essentially, because I guess it had to do with content in their apps. Mm-hmm. How does an app have but, content? Well, I know Pocket Cast pulls from the Apple Podcast API. I know that. Well, yeah, Pocket Cast and Castro both pull from the Apple Podcast API. Correct. You are correct. So, I mean, what kind of content does an app, an app doesn't put out, an app is just a, a receiver of podcasts, like a radio. I have a feeling that it doesn't really matter because I said before, China, they can just do China things. China. Wait, what? Doesn't, what? What are China things? Like they're just being mean. Like they're just being, oh. you know, chi- they're being overwhelming. I think the word you're looking for authoritator, is authoritative. Uh, uh, yeah. What's that word? Arthur- I can't even say the word. Authoritative. But no. Authoritative. What's the word that you're a communist? I said that. Communistic, maybe, is the Communistic. word. Maybe. So Stephanie says, Apple always does what the Chinese government demands. Podbean got blocked halfway into my first year living there. Boom, just like that. That's right, Stephanie. I wasn't aware I forgot of forgot you lived in China. Mm-hmm. That's right. Internet firewall. So yeah, there's all kinds of things in China that are not like they are anywhere else. That's why I was saying it's like China. Protective. And I protective. say invasive. <laughs> protective invasive potato potato okay so potato, here's the thing tomato. all right so maybe china would be angry with the way that we are talking about them right now yes they would and so they would essentially ban us from china because we are disparaging yes opinionated Truthful. But, yeah, many adjectives. That's right. So mm-hmm. we are expressing opinions about it, and it seems like that's not a thing. And so we don't – They and again, they didn't give any specifics about what the problem was. I know that's very sad. It's very sad. And I think that that's it for the news, dude, unless there's something else, Jessica Kupferman, that you would like to bring up. Um, Is there something that I'd like to bring up? No, I don't think so. You have TikTok up here. I don't know why. Oh, well, because John and I just wanted to talk about TikTok because he's recently on TikTok and he did a video of our famous Golden Girls song, Have, the one with oh, all the did. soul. Yeah, he did a video no. and I was like, oh, that's so nice because it's, it's a like, lip sync. It's a lip sync, but it's very popular on TikTok. That audio. Oh, <laughs> But here's the thing with TikTok. I see it becoming another marketing tool 
for podcasts. There's are, there are podcasts already on there that are marketing mm-hmm. using TikTok. It's, it can be a 15 second or a 60 second spot. If I'm going to say anything about this pandemic, learning TikTok or having TikTok is probably the most positive thing I've seen come out of this pandemic because all the moms at home with their children yeah. saw their kids doing TikTok and they took it over. They just took it over. And the amazing amount of funny content that is on there, it's hysterical. And here's the other thing. And I want to say this is why I know it's a movement. You cannot get a standing phone mount with a light ring. They're all sold out because yeah, all, all these out. mothers are taking these phones and making TikTok videos. Yep. And it is and TikTok's from China. Here we go back to China again. We know. And they listen, <laughs> they said that the China's stealing information from TikTok. And you know what? After I, I I deleted it from my phone because I was like, well, I'm not going to have that happen. And then I missed it so much I put it back on my phone again. You know what, China? Take my information. Oh my god. Watch these middle aged ladies do these TikTok dances. Let me just tell you this. When this finally is over and they're allowed to go out to the clubs. And dance again. And women are going to be all out there dancing the TikTok dances. And it's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Now, again, I don't know. And this is this is all speculation. I don't know anything about what China does with the app or I don't even know anything about that. I just you hear a rumor. You're like, like you're reactionary, like everything else in the world. We react. We react to everything. But the amount of fun it is. And I see it as a marketing tool. I can really see it as next thing you know, I see Bonnie Frank doing uh, marketing through TikTok. For live streaming. <laughs> it's the same. Th- it's honestly, it's like Instagram stories on steroids. You can mm-hmm. do so much more with it. Well, I'm sure. I think that part of it, though, is just the, ba- again, that's the bandwidth to do all the things and to do it well or to do it. And I know that you you guys, it's interesting because it's very, the reason that I talk so much about access and about why connectivity is so important is because things like TikTok and Instagram are essentially out for me right now. Like I just, if you had the experience I have opening up those two apps and consuming them, mm-hmm. you would have destroyed your phone because things don't load. I, I can't watch stories. I'll watch the first five seconds of somebody's story and then I'm, I'm finished. I'm over it. I can't. And then trying to load my timeline, my feed line, I sit there and I'm like, okay, 30 seconds later, I'm pulling and pulling so it refreshes and it refreshes and it never refreshes and I give it up. I'm like, forget it. I'm not even going to check it. Hmm. I can't handle it anymore. I can't consume. Yeah. So I've I've completely, I have not posted anything to Instagram and I don't even know how long it's been. It's not fun for me. I just see the circles and no images. I'll show you guys what it takes to consume those things for me. I'm just like, I have no time for All this. I got to say, Elsie, is where you live must be paradise because there would be no way, and I mean no way, that I would be able to live where you live with all these restrictions and stuff that you have to go through. You kind of have to, you start it's, living and then you go, oh. It doesn't seem easy. You can't no. do it. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that either. And so when you start to think about it that way, though, I think most of these apps are are created for those that have really fast bandwidth. In fact, I'm sure, and, and the biggest culprit is Apple. Apple is the one that makes me want to hit my head against the wall with everything that they do because every app that they, de- they design, it's designed for like fiber speeds. 
you don't have an option of anything else. Like if I go to Prime to um, Prime Video and we're going to rent a movie, I always rent the SD version. It's less memory. It's easier for me to consume it. We all have fun. We have a crappy TV anyway, so it doesn't really, or a TV uh, or my, a computer, whatever. So we can all watch it. We're not sitting there going like, this is SD. I cannot believe we're watching an SD movie. Like that's not a conversation. But if I go into Disney Plus, are you kidding me? Or or even Apple TV Plus? All of those are high definition, large ass files. And by the time that thing comes down, it's eaten up like the entire week's worth of bandwidth. Why would I want to consume it? Same thing with the App Store. I turn the App Store on and it takes forever to even just get the apps to show up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anyway, whatever. It's It's just part of my... My conversation. It's annoying as I'll get out. I think we missed a... It drives me bananas. Because <laughs> I think you're right. The LC That's vision. right. That was a pet peeve. Everything is designed for people with high speeds. So... Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatevs. That's me on my rant. But on a happy note, though, can we um, finish off the show with talking about some, some cool tool tips? Elsie's tool tip. So, John, I actually texted this to you. Did you have an opportunity to check out what they've done with the Roadcaster Pro firmware after two firmware update two point one? I'm sorry, this was a couple days ago, so my memory is gone. So I don't even remember what it was about. What was it about? So, <laughs> sorry. There's a link in the show notes, you guys. But oh, so, so what's really cool about the Roadcaster Pro, which is the device where I'm recording right now, and it's that big, gigantic machine. It's sort of like an extra gigantic H, H6. It's both a digital recorder. It's an audio interface. It's a mixer. And it, like, looks really nice. I forgot with the way Rob talked about it. He said it was like Simon, like Simon the Game. And I forgot what the other thing was that I was just laughing hysterically because that's totally true. It's all full of colors and it's very pretty designed. But what's really amazing about the Roadcaster Pro is that you invest in the machine, right? You invest in buying that 599 piece of hardware. But every, I don't know, every three months to six months, you get this like insane firmware update, which means that the software is being updated and it essentially makes the whole thing be a completely different device. Yes. I mean, before... I'm Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Before yeah. they, you would get compression and noise gate and, you know, they had certain uh, effects that you could put on your audio. But it was just they said it and it was either on or off. Well, now you can adjust them. So I did work with it and I was playing with it. And then I, it got to be so I played with it so much and I screwed it up so bad that I actually had to do a reset where I reset everything and lost all my settings. I had to start all over again because I got it all out of whack and I couldn't figure out how to get it back. It is a great little machine for the simple fact. And I'm telling you, the only just for the Bluetooth phone ability to, to record a phone call, Bluetooth is worth the money alone. Forget about the, you know, it has four different microphones you can use. It's got four different headphone outputs. You know, it's one button recording. I mean, the newest update used to have eight sound presets that you could put your sounds in, like with, you know, the drops that I use. But then they moved them up where you can get like five or six or seven sets of them now. I'm not 100% sure, but you can get a bunch more. Mm -hmm. 
as far as I'm concerned, right now for podcasters, and I mean new podcasters, it is the best, easiest point of entry if you have the money for it to be able to. I mean, if you're ready to step up your game, uh, it's great. Matter of fact, the reason one of the things I learned was there's not enough sound inputs for me because I have different shows that I use and I use a lot more sound drops for a lot of different shows. And it's tough, to, especially with my big sausage fingers <laughs> trying to hit these little, you know, hit these thing, the, the touch screen. I screw it up all the time. I'm like, I hit them like, oh, there we go. So that, so what I did was I used a, a uh, external sound card from my computer and then I put it in the mic four. So now I can use my old soundboard. That's great. And I have it in, in channel four. The other ones are still here. I just don't use it anymore because it's so much easier to just use it off my computer. But they, again, and they're making it better and better and, and better. The only problem that I see with it right now, it is a hog as far as it takes a lot of memory to record. It only records in 4,800 hertz at 24-bit. And it takes a long time to download from it's like every show, an hour show could be like two gigs of memory and a mm -hmm. little tiny SD card that they use. Sometimes if you got to really be careful putting it in and make sure that it's seated because I've seen it where it wasn't seated and you try to record, there's recording issues. I mean, there's little minor things that everybody, that no matter what you get, you can use, but pound for pound, as far as a podcasting mixer. I mean, it's the only thing I use anymore. I have probably $3,000 worth of podcasting and mixer, audio interface and stuff sitting downstairs. It's sitting there gathering dust. I don't even use it anymore. Mm -hmm. And you have mm -hmm. Daniel J. Lewis is using it. I know Dave Jackson has it. Elsie Escobar has it. <laughs> so... It's just easy. You know, it's just, it's easy. That's all, guys. So I, you know, it just, all I can say is that it keeps getting better and better and better. And again, I didn't know what uh, software updates could actually do to a device uh, until I started to experience th this and the way that they updated. So kudos to the Roadcaster Pro team also for listening as well, because they've added some functionality that a lot of us were asking for. And they actually do it. And it's it's looking nicer. It's very, a lot more streamlined. And there's colorful things that they've added to it as well, which I love. So um, check it out if you guys have a chance. I'll link in the show notes to all of the minutiae, which a lot of you guys are going to be like, I don't even know what the heck she's talking about. I even read that stuff and I was like, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds like it's nice. <laughs> also, yeah. Bonnie Frank has a Bonnie Frank has a roadcaster. Bonnie one. Frank has one. That's right. I'm going to be right. using one next week, I think. Are you? Why? What are you doing? Not the roadcaster. Sorry. The pod mic. Pod the pod mic. mic. Yeah. The pod mics are optimized for the roadcaster. I always get them confused. Sorry. That is that is it. So now, oh my god, I think we're finished. Oh my god. Hey. -o. Okay. Well, this has been one of the longest episodes of all of our lives. Yes, because we but we started actually. It's we not. started out with a lot of tech nonsense. It's but. one actually when it's done, it's going to be one of the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> We've just been on forever, but it's actually one of the shortest. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you can find us at She Podcast. You can also find all the links that we mentioned today in our show notes, which is at ShePodcasts.com. And if you want to leave us a message or send us any feedback, please email feedback at ShePodcast.com. It has been 
Wonderful talking to you guys today. Love you. Mean it. Bye.